Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Hello and prepare yourself for the biggest... The biggest stories in all of Norway. Biggest stories. I'm Charlie Clawson. I am Will Anderson. Hello and thank you for watching. Now it's my turn. Yeah, now it's your turn. And I am Elias. Everyone relax. Oh, so are we mispronouncing it? We've been calling you Elias, but it's yeah, Elias. Oh, that's, it doesn't matter. That's probably the, the English pronunciation. Yes. I, I call you Elias because um, I, I, I'm into the, the wrestling, WWE, and there is a, uh, a very prominent wrestler called Elias, who's also a musician, much like you. I'm at, in fact, Elias huh. the wrestler, I, I imagine, would look like one of your brothers. Huge and jacked. <laughs> Bearded, <Yeah>. jacked. <laughs> probably. He has a gimmick where he gets a guitar broken English. over his head. Uh, has that ever happened to one of your brothers? Cool. Had a guitar smashed over their heads? I bet it has. <laughs> probably. <I'm> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your dad came in with a guitar and said, I'm going to teach you a lesson about guitar safety and then smash <laughs> one on over the head. Smash the back of my head. Now, Elias, we have built up quite a, a narrative in our own mind about uh, the life you live. I mean, obviously your story has caught our imagination and then the videos came. And then when Will and I saw these amazing um, top videos, which are, you know, the giant water slide and the giant slingshot, and they're so well cut together, like super professionally shot, professionally edited, sponsors, banners in the background, energy drinks, and then what looks like the coolest kind of party. And Will and I sort of speculating like the first thing we asked is like, are they Christian? Like it felt like, a, you know, yeah. this is a lot of fun, yeah, but yeah. maybe there's a Christian vibe going on. And I think you- <laughs> the next question is, are they on drugs? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's okay. one or the other. That <laughs> was my first two where I was like, are they on drugs or are they like, is this like a religious thing? <laughs> but so, so tell me like, because you're having these parties for these events, this giant water slide, the giant, and there's like heaps of people there and there's like DJs and stuff like that. I mean, is that like a, a regular occurrence uh, in, your, in your family farm? It uh, it depends what you mean by regular. It happens whenever one of my brothers decides to throw a party like that. For for the last couple of years, it has been every summer with the water slide or the slingshot or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's probably not happening for a couple of years now because it's quite expensive to build that slingshot, <laughs> yes. I would imagine. <laughs> I would also <laughs> imagine that. I, I, think, I think my brother finally like counted how much money I had spent on water slides and <laughs> DJs and <laughs> slingshots. I, and I think, uh, or maybe more importantly, I think his wife. Yeah. Yeah, he's also married. I, th- I think his wife. Well, can I ask? Uh, also probably found Can I ask out. a boring question? As, as someone who's uh, working yeah, yeah. production, public liability, like it's fine to build whatever you want on your own property, but the second you have people coming on, like all these like guests and stuff, you know, if someone like, you know, hurts themselves on the water slide or the giant slingshot or whatever. Like, is there some kind of insurance or coverage? Like, how does the local council or government view the giant water slide and the slingshot? Is this something that is approved or or, or is it just under the, under the covers? I think probably for the first couple of years before it got like ridiculously big, it was probably a bit uh, under 
what shall I call it? it? The local government probably didn't know all about it. Um, but then I, I'm sure they got once it was a big production and a party and DJs and stuff. I'm sure they, they've got their papers in order. With the slingshot, I imagine you have to sign something. <laughs> it's as if you break your neck. I imagine <laughs> you're not accountable. Right? Um, that I'm, I'm not sure of that, but probably I, I remember one time my my nephew that I spoke of, Ivar, that he had was going to take the water slide, and he was young. He was probably weighing like 40 kilos, and all the other guys were like huge 90 kilo guys. And I remember he, uh, my brother said to his father, also my brother. Um, I'm not responsible for whatever happens and then track them. I love your family's attitude towards parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's either I'm going to hurt you or if you get hurt, it's not my responsibility. <laughs> it's not that bad, but yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask a cultural question about what's your impression? Like is – like. Are Norwegians particularly like? Is there a lot of paperwork? Is it like there are a lot of gov or people are living pretty free? Like, what is the general? No, it's 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 quite regulated. Yeah, okay. I think because it's apply for everything stuff like that. But I think they just did it and then applied. And, um, I'm not sure. I, I think if if you have that paper where you sign off. Uh, that you're not responsible. That's probably yeah. fine. <laughs> and so, and so, I think we'll hold up in court. The, the events where you had like, the, <laughs> I have this piece of paper here. I signed it. <laughs> I promise I signed it. Can't even write his own name. It's, it's like a child. You put a child oh. in a slingshot. You put a baby in a yeah, slingshot. Yeah. It signed it. Look at this piece of paper. Yeah. He signed it in. But crayon. I know they had a lot of professional, yeah. like welders, putting it together, and mm. they did it proper, so it was, was as safe as possible, and. A lot of tests before they let the general public. Yeah, well, we, the, we saw the videos the where they they they, mm. they yeah. drew it up on the whiteboard and stuff because that's sort yeah. of part of the, like the top kind of like professional sports psychology and coaching and you know what's what's the slogan? Achieve your excellence or I have no idea. There's a slogan is it? <laughs> I have no. Uh, idea there's a slogan, the slogan which is. is something like that, like reach your dreams or, or something like that. So, is the event dreamed up? As part of Torp's like business thing, or is this like you, your brothers, would have, your brother or your brothers would have done this anyway, and then Torp found a way to become involved? Yeah, they would have done this anyway. Okay. They just have the resources to do it on a bigger scale. Now, I think they they used to throw parties way before they have had any sort of businesses. To be honest, I don't really know a lot about the business part of it because I'm I've just been around when the party is happening and. <laughs> A guy gets flung 30 meters from a huge slingshot. That's sort of the part that I know. Okay. Then it's not religious. We haven't actually said this <laughs> it's, out it's loud. Not religious. It's not religious, right? <laughs> it's not religious. You don't have to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because, <laughs> again, I'm totally captivated by this entire thing, but I just want to make it clear it. Not religious. I mean, right? hell, of a way to, a hell of a way to baptize yeah. someone, though, from a giant. <laughs> From a giant yeah. slingshot, <laughs> fling someone into a lake, you're now baptized. In the name of the Father, <laughs> Lord and the Holy Spirit. And so, <laughs> just before your baptism, could you please sign this piece of paper? 
<laughs> and so all those people who we see, are they? That's why we have seven children because the, yeah. we baptize them by flinging <laughs> yeah. them across the field. <laughs> so all the people we're seeing in the videos who are like the guests, like the the onlookers and stuff, not the people necessarily going down the slide or whatever, are they friends of the family or are they locals or who are they? Uh, they're friends of my brother. Okay. There are no f- on that side of the family. There's no like family friends. What? Oh. It's just yeah. <laughs> at all ever like anyone? <laughs> no, there's no, no one. <laughs> it's it's quite isolated on the farm. There yes. there's no one coming by and eating dinner yes. with us. Okay. Or, or so there's nowhere to socialize with guys. other families and stuff like that. No, okay. there is a neighbor farm a couple of hundred meters down the road, but he's a fucking maniac. That guy okay. is threatened to kill an old man and, <laughs> and stuff. Hang on. So the the farm where they build giant slingshots and water slides is accusing <laughs> the other farm of being a fucking maniac. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into uh, one of your uh, stories. So um, tell us about the time your dad almost <laughs> bought an elephant. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, my father, a part of, it's, it's a tiny farm that I grew up on. So it's it can't sustain itself on just farming stuff. Um, and is your dad a farmer? Is that is that his? He's a farmer, but it's like a farmer that you can come visit with your school to have a look at the cow and stuff, see, okay. see how everything hang, uh, works. And you, <laughs> you can come and get married there <laughs> and you can, yeah, whatever. If, if, if you want to have a party, you can rent out the farm. And my father has some people working to serve you food and stuff. Oh. And then he has uh, some stuff that he calls activities, which are, mm. you can sit on a horse or... Uh, <laughs> Uh, stuff like that. Can you sit on the big horse? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you can sit on the big yeah. horse. Oh, we oh. should go it's usually sit on the, the big horse, horse they're sitting on. And it's, it's also, he usually, there's usually two teams, and it's the first yeah. one to get uh, on top of the biggest horse. And it's one of the games. <laughs> That's the game? And so people yeah, pay so you for have this to run. experience. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm not. I'm not uh, selling it. Uh, selling it in. Uh, I mean, you're not, good, but, but it's fine. It's quite actually, it's, <laughs> hey, no, it's quite you, you know actually. what? I only thought I was going to get the opportunity to see the biggest horse in all of the world. I didn't realize I was being given the opportunity to not only climb aboard the biggest horse in all of Norway, but to compete in some sort of competition, like amazing yeah, yeah, race yeah. style to get to the top. I mean, I don't think you are underselling this. This seems like an, a magical treat to me. Yeah. Uh, he also had this crazy game where the two teams has uh, we're what's it called? Fuck. Uh, wheelbarrow and mm. the, the other guy and there's another guy sitting in it with a chicken on his lap <laughs> and you have to run this is like a scene from and Borat the, it's like you know yeah, that yeah, game yeah. wheelbarrow there's a guy sitting in a wheelbarrow <laughs> holding his chicken no. no everyone grab their ch- everyone grab their chicken <laughs> everyone's got their wheelbarrows yeah, yeah. right okay j- just remind me what's a male chicken called again a rooster a rooster a rooster and one team has a rooster and one uh, team has a chi- uh, one team has a chicken so so they yeah. race sitting with the rooster and the, and the chicken there was one time this very skinny uh, weird looking german guy uh, was going to sit in the wheelbarrow and have the rooster and that's it's a fucking crazy rooster that one it's called shell uh, and it it has a bloodlust for rabbits. It just loves killing rabbits. This rooster, it's crazy. I have so many scars on my legs from this fucking rooster. I yeah. hate it. Anyways, it's dead now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what a story! What a journey we just went yeah. on. 
Pull one out. What is his name? Sven the Rooster? No, Smith. Smith? Shell. Shell. Shell the Rooster. Pull one out. Mid the Rooster. Die young. No, he got quite old, actually, because... Yeah. Anyways, this German guy had to have him on his lap. And this rooster just has a death stare. It <laughs> just looks looks at it and wants wants to tear your intestines out. And me and my sister stood and watched because what else is there to do besides shooting uh, <laughs> or watching this stuff happen? And this German guy looks a bit uh, nervous and tells my father, "This uh, this rooster, he looks he looks he looks bad. He looks evil." My father's no, no, he's fine. Don't worry about it. Chucks him in the lap of this guy, and they go around uh, the the field and come back, and this German guy just bleeds from, <laughs> from his face. <laughs> just, <laughs> what? <laughs> the rooster just went ham on his face, just clawed and pecked, and <laughs> was lucky to have both his eyes. And when he came back, and he had, he held on to him because. I don't know yeah. why I just didn't why? check it out, but my father gave very clear yes. instruction to hold on to the rooster because he didn't want to lose it. So yeah. he came back bleeding from his face <laughs> and, and he only said, it isn't very nice, <laughs> almost crying. <laughs> my father grabbed it by the neck and checked it in in the cage again. Oh. <laughs> All right, can I just, can we just like just put, oh. stop down for a sec? So yeah. this game of wheelbarrow, is this a traditional mm. Norwegian game no it's, it's something i think my father has invented it so you i think so that's all right that's what that was my next question so your father invents this game which is completely yeah. unnecessary it's not like a cultural thing it's not a traditional like welcome no, to my farm it's, it's for the farm visits yeah, yeah exactly. you, you, it's for you people. can come <laughs> But he knows that he's got this psychotic rooster. Like, he doesn't have to <laughs> yeah. play this game. Just, just the other day, it, it attacked me and I had to kick it like 10 times to get it to cool down. Hang on, you yeah. said the rooster was so, dead. No, no, no. This, now it's dead, yeah. but just the other day. You kicked it to death. When I told this story. Yeah. No, no, he didn't kick it to death. <laughs> I don't know what happened to, <laughs> to it. Teach it. To teach it a lesson about no, no, kicking it, safety. It was, <laughs> It was just a couple of days before this German guy got all fucked up by the by the rooster. Um, okay, oh, man. all right, okay. So back Anyways, to the farm. So right. this is this is the, I guess what would you call it? it's a multifunctional venue space. That's your your mm. father manages farm. Yeah. He calls it besøkskår, like visiting farm. You can okay. you can come with your with your business and have team building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you get you know much closer. You know to we've got a big meeting <laughs> come up. You know guys what what need clawed in the face by a rooster. That'll yeah. really get the team yeah, focused. Yeah. Yeah, and he also has this log you have to balance on, and just just stuff like that. Yeah, it's quite exotic when you're from from the city to, to come mm. and sit on the big horse and be. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, so the country is shit. <laughs> just going back. This reference is going to make no sense to you, Elias, but will mm. piss week world. Doesn't this sound just like, oh, yeah, you know? Totally. It's like, it's just like, this is a log stand on yeah, that. Yeah, that's a thing. That. That's definitely um, an exercise. That's, yep. Yeah, that's, uh, we call that the uh, amazing temple. It looks like a shed. No, no, it's an amazing <laughs> yeah. temple. Just walk through the doorway uh, three times and touch your hat. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play wheelbarrow. Oh, did one of us have to pretend to be a wheelbarrow? No, you just get in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> but here's the thing. You grab this psychotic rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have... 
he might have had two roosters actually at that point. So he, maybe he mm. grabbed the wrong rooster. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I knew that that bloodlust from its eyes. So I knew that German guy was <laughs> fucked. But. And that's the other thing you say though about like that rooster had a look in its eye. But every time I see a chicken yeah. or a rooster, they all have the same yeah, look it's in true, their actually. eye. It's always I don't like them. I don't yeah. like them. I love animals, but I don't like chickens or roosters. They, yeah. Well, I've never seen a rooster kill a rabbit. I think that would definitely change my yeah. my, my opinion <laughs> it's, of, of it's roosters. Also, we, we had this beautiful black, huge like farm dog, and the rooster just sat on his head and uh, fucking pecked at its nose. Yeah, this rooster this is needs the most a- horrific thing I've seen in <laughs> yeah. all of my life. <laughs> this, right. And the dog just... Yeah, what, anyway, enough about the rooster. What, what was I talking Let's about? Get back again? to the elephant. <laughs> yeah, the elephant. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, anyway, he has a visiting farm, um, and it's 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 a couple of visiting farms in Oslo and around. So it's it's nice to have something that separates you from the others, and that usually is uh, these games my father does. But uh, there was this circus that went bankrupt while in Norway. <laughs> and they had to sell off all the animals. This is long mm-hmm. ago. I, I don't, I don't know. Probably before I was even born. But I've had this story told to me a couple of times, and my father very seriously wanted to buy that elephant. It was quite cheap, but you had to buy the guy that that has trained the elephant as well. So what do you mean, your father? Like built... a slave? <laughs> do you own? Yeah, do you, own, do you own? Do you also own the guy who comes? Well, with the the guy comes. The guy comes with the elephant. You don't <laughs> yeah. technically own him. You own the elephant, but you yeah, definitely. Yeah, have but to he take comes the with guy. the elephant. It's yeah, it's, he comes it's with absolutely the elephant. true. And she raised that elephant and, and has been with mm. it for, I don't know, many years. So so the guy comes with the elephant and my father built a little house on the farm for this guy to live in and tore, tore down a wall in the barn to have this elephant. Um, was seriously going to buy it. Uh, because what a business on the farm to have. Yes, we have one cow and a couple of sheep and an elephant and rooster. <laughs> it's just oh. madness to have. Is this why, though, the, the biggest horses come yeah, into I was gonna the picture? Say. Is this like an unrealized dream yeah. of one day owning an elephant and the, like the settling position is a big horse? If I can't yeah, have an elephant, I want a really big fat horse. We actually uh, already have had that big horse and his brother, which is also, which you know, which is also huge, but not as big. Anyway, um, the second biggest horse. He went horse to see the elephant Norway. and spoke to the guy, but, and, but then he saw this truck full of um, hay or I don't know what elephants mm. eat. Hay, probably. I think so. Yeah. Grass or something. Yeah. Mm. And, Peanuts. Oh, that, that, and he thought that must, be, that must be food for the elephant for at least half a year. Yeah. And the guy was like, no, 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 that's for two, three weeks. So yeah. one elephant eats as, as much as his four biggest horse, as four of the biggest horse, uh, horses yeah. in all of Norway eats in a year, in a month. Yeah. And if, if you're going to be paying four times, you want something that's four no, times. No, no, it's biggest. way more than four times. It's mm. it's as much as the four horses eat in a year in a month. Oh. oh, oh that, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, see, that's what they don't tell you about an elephant, right? Like the price yeah, yeah. might seem reasonable, but it's the maintenance. It you gets know, you on the maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, can you afford to maintain an elephant? It should be the question. Isn't that like an old story, like the, the gift of a white elephant or something? Oh, yeah. yes, right? Yeah, like, I, literally the gift of the white elephant. 
Yeah. I don't know, but my uncle used to show me the white-eared elephant was not pleasant uh, yeah. at all. No, you're, not meant to, you're not meant to talk about that after the I'm court not, case. Charlie, my therapist so. said I should just leave that suppressed. Okay, so but didn't, yeah. buy, didn't buy the elephant in the end. No, we like, didn't. Was, I don't know what yeah. happened to the elephant. Okay. But so can we just go back to the house that he built? How long yeah. did it take him to whack up the accommodation for the, the elephant and – and the, I mean, he must oh. have been pretty serious about it to go to that length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just built a house. It's it's not a huge, huge place. It's like a little little house for for a little man. I don't know. <laughs> the man <laughs> was he, was, was he a magical Scandinavian <laughs> gnome or something? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It was probably not for Scandinavia's this traveling circus. I don't know anything about that guy. I just always imagine him as like this tiny, fat circus man. Yeah. County. I mean, what does an elephant? Tra- I mean, if he can't, yeah, that's right. But what sort of ele- what does an elephant trainer traditionally look like? Is there a type? Oh, I have no idea. No. I think I've just imagined the guy from Dumbo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the, so the guy would live in your mm. on the family property, basically. So he's just living yeah, live in another farm. accommodation. But for how yeah. long was this arrangement going to last for? And what happens? I if mean, how long does an no elephant idea. live? Well, yeah, no, but what if he's but probably like that? But he would, yeah. he would. I think they'll probably come to some sort of agreement where he would be able to live on the farm and get paid and uh, eat stuff from from the gardens and stuff. And then on daytime, show kids the elephant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. How, how did the money spin into your? A, I said the, the, because the, it's part of the experience of visiting the farm yeah. is seeing so, the elephant. It's an so attraction. Just probably join a lot right. more people if he had an yeah. elephant. Yeah, yeah a lot know. more, but not enough have... to afford the upkeep no. of the elephant. That's <laughs> the problem. Well, and that's why the circus is traveling, actually, because if yeah. it just stays in one place, it's, it will go bankrupt. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, yeah, and this and one did regardless. Yeah, yeah, something to the elephants. <laughs> something happened to the the dude. Suddenly, you have a very like you you have a vacancy, a, a very specialized yeah. vacancy. If, yeah. if the guy dies, you mean? Yeah, yeah like who's how yeah. easy is it going to be to if, find if, someone if to kicked look by after your elephant? elephant in all of Norway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how did he die? Stand by an elephant? You know, you wouldn't yeah. believe it. It was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the irony, but it was a big horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, um, Elias, uh, let's talk about um, the story of your grandfather's grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, good. This is a good one. My, my, my grandfather's name is all, also Ivar, which is the same as my nephew. And he's looked, looked at like uh, the chief of the family, right? He's this old guy, but he's still working his, his farmlands. Um, he got a medal from the king once for uh, inventing something something uh, to something about clovers or something. Well, all right, let's just not carrots. brush past yeah. this. Okay, so the king of Norway <laughs> awarded yeah. your grandfather a medal? A medal. Or what was it? A silver a medal. medal. Yeah, for, yeah, a medal for, of uh, honor. I think uh, it's, for I think it's an invention to do with clover as no, in the spice? Not an invention, but he ah. revolutionized farming in a way. He's called the Ivar Torp, the pioneer. And what does it do? No, no, it's it's not a thing. He just oh. another. Uh, it's he just invented a way to 
He didn't even invent it, but a he started technique? to. Is a farming technique? Is Yeah. Didn't. Was it, did it have anything to do with breeding the biggest horses in all of Norway? <laughs> <laughs> was that what the award was for? No, but anyway, he's this uh, pioneer of Norwegian farming, of farming in general, that teaches craft in, in, in farming school and stuff. I don't really know about it. I'm not a farmer, but uh, he, he, had, he had this medal of honor and worked every day in the field. He was 90 years old. Uh, old Did man. he wear the medal while he was working? That would be no. He didn't give a shit about of... the medal. Oh, he he was not very fussed about <laughs> That's it. That's even cooler. That's cooler than I was imagining. Like collection. your, I was imagining your your granddad just like a, just jacked, like just ninety years old, but really like sliced alone, just super fit, shirtless, just like yeah. in the field with a medal, king's medal hanging around his neck. But that's even cooler than he just did. He just no, he got chucked in the drawer and laid there until the very day he died. What's, think, what's the average the Norwegian's relationship with, like, the monarchy? Uh, are most people kind of into the monarchy or uh, do people yeah. find it outdated? It's, uh, it's just because we have a great king. He's, right. he, he's ju- just a nice, old, kind man. So p- people are quite happy with it. And we have some rules in place that make sure they don't get too, they get a lot of money. They do, but um, that they don't get too much of money. I actually what? went to school with uh, one of the princesses. Oh. You went you went to school with a princess. Yeah. With his his granddaughter. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Anyway. It's very it look, um, We're laughing just because it is so far removed from our experience in the colonies yeah, of yeah. Australia. <laughs> but also just the even just the side alleys of like the stories we're being told. And just like I, I love the fact that that's not the story we're yeah. talking about. The fact that you went to school with a princess. Like if I went to school with a princess, that would be my best story. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of mates who went to school with the crown princess, which is going to to be queen uh not next but after that and she's quite crazy i've heard but uh and do you need to is it when one of your classmates or one of your schoolmates is royalty are there rules in place for how you like talk to them you know are you allowed to talk to them do they have bodyguards yeah yeah, yeah. they're just like a normal student but they they have some bodyguards in disguise they're very good at their job yeah so i i all the three years that I went to that school, I tried to like single out who was the bodyguards, but because they were uh, bodyguards in disguise as teachers, but I couldn't figure it out. I, I had I had a couple of suspects, but they were just uh, walking around, not not to make her life too too difficult. Yeah, right? that's fucking they, amazing. So yeah. So then I really tried to figure out who it was, and uh, I had yeah. to look at everyone's schedule and when they had classes. <laughs> and I, I could not figure out Dude, who these, bo- these bodyguards you were, were. Definitely on a fucking red flag watch list. Yeah. They're like, we don't yeah. know about this Elias kid. There's one kid who's <laughs> really investigating the whole schedule. <laughs> watching us leave. He, he knows when we come yeah. and go. Like, we need to keep it. It's fucking that cool, kid. right? And you I know they bear father. arms as well. History of violence <laughs> in the family. Yeah. So, I don't want to move on from the royalty thing because I find it fascinating. So, these bodyguards who you suspect because you're not do you know for certain that they were teachers no but i know that they're uh, i've always just assumed that they were teachers i mean Uh, is there a possibility i've never seen them norway's version of 21 jump street 
Is there a possibility that the bodyguards are actually students? Oh, Did you have students. any classmates oh, that like 40-year-old men? <laughs> Just, <laughs> hey, what's no. Facebooking, uh, fellow teenagers? <laughs> it's me. Oh, a couple, a couple of my mates uh, have their sex suspects, but I, I don't think you would also expect the bodyguards to be like built like a bodyguard, mm. right? So probably the gym teacher or something. Mm. But yeah, who were your mm. who were your primary suspects? Describe them. Give us a profile of why why you thought they were most likely the bodyguards. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I had a primary suspect uh, for a long time. Looked like this sleazy government type of guy with slick back hair. Yeah. Um, like like one of the agents from the Matrix or something, just like just too much of a G man. Yeah, yeah, and he always he seemed cool about when he was the he was a substitute teacher, so oh, he was always sort of around. But it's not him because oh. he, he he got fired for some some reason. Cover up the cover up though. That's yeah, like, yeah maybe not, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it wasn't to keep it a secret. I think it was just not to bother the princess. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. okay. if if you're but royalty, it's, it's quite cool when when we're out on on parties. I know this from the crown princess because she has uh, more bodyguards on her, and she can just drink herself to death and then get driven home by her bodyguards, and uh, and they they aren't allowed to tell the king anything because they have sworn to. So it's, it's a quite a good arrangement for her. I mean, I mean, it is quite a good arrangement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she always gets home. I fucking walked miles after a party, yeah. just <laughs> struggling to get home, shit-faced, I mean, that was missing, my other... some, missing a shoe in the middle of winter. Yeah. My other question about being like royalty in school is like, so you're sitting in, you know, with your guidance counsellor who's like, I really think that, you know, you show aptitude for this. It's like, dude, fucking, I don't even yeah. need to be here. Like, I'm not even, I don't know what anyone's yeah, trying yeah. to do here, trying to educate me. Things are, I'm going to be fine. It's all right. No, no but the monarchy in Norway is like, if you're king and queen and directly under, you're probably fine. But if not, you should probably find yourself a job. Okay. All right. You, you get, I'm not sure how it works. But yeah. She, she's a great artist, actually. Very Ooh. fine artist. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Well, back to your, your grandfather. So your grandfather who oh, yeah. reje- rejected, <laughs> rejected the king's honors. No, um, he, he got it. But it's a beautiful video of him. It's probably on YouTube. I can try to dig it up. Um, where he... Is going in, into the castle to to accept this medal of honor, and he comes out, and there's a reporter there asking, like, oh, "So, how did you find the king?" And he was just, "It was all right, I guess." This <laughs> 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 is just a man, and I yeah. got this little box with a little silver thing. On with my life. He was just stressed because he missed missed the day on the farm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I always knew my grandfather as just like your typical old man, uh, kind, but he didn't seem too interested in me. Probably because I was his fifth grandchild. Right. Uh, <laughs> kind old man. He was very old, but mm. I think when he was younger, he was quite a terrible man to my father and his siblings. So when he uh, took eternal Christmas break, uh, when nice. he died, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my father and his siblings had to figure out uh, how to deal with him and make a, set up a grave and what to do with the house and all this sort of stuff. And they, they're not the best of friends. So they just divided up the responsibilities. You're going to con- contact some 
burial site and you're going to yeah deal with the house whatever my father got uh, got the, the responsibility to get a stone you know a gravestone uh, but it's fucking expensive so he didn't want to waste a lot of money uh, get, uh, buying a proper gravestone so just got this huge boulder from just uh, down down like this slope on the farm huge boulder and made it himself and chucked it in there but he wasn't allowed to bring his own stone so he had to buy a stone after all and then they asked if they wanted him to engrave it and it was just okay how how much is that and it was some crazy amount to engrave my grandfather's name hang on sorry, yeah. sorry just before you get to that so yeah. you, your father drove his own boulder into the graveyard yeah, yeah. to use as a headstone. A, a headstone. Yeah. And they it's said, like, sorry, boulders you can't nature's, nature's headstone. You, yeah. can just, yeah. you can't bring your own rock in, mate. Have you noticed yeah, how <laughs> no one else has ever done that? <laughs> my father was quite furious. Why the fuck not? They're all just rocks anyway. And my, my father is dead. He doesn't give a shit. It's just something. <laughs> well, why bring anything in? It's like... Is my point. There's other options. Yeah. Like you can get plaques and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like both my yeah. parents are, uh, are dead, and, and we just have like a little plaque on the yeah. grass. Like the idea Bring that your, your dad was like, <laughs> like it's, it's actually, I know he's making a saving, but it's so much trouble to actually <laughs> pick up a bowl from somewhere yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. And then yeah. the, 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 the ignominy of having to then go back and collect <laughs> said boulder. I don't know this, but he probably just dropped it off just outside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a big boulder just, just outside like, the fence. Just day. outside the fence, there's yeah. this huge fucking boulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So, so then he mm. bit the dust and bought a proper gravestone. Uh, um, but then they asked if they, he wanted to engrave it with his name, Ivar Torp. My grandfather had one wish before he died. He wanted to be buried with his uh, wife, which was already dead. That did not happen. That <laughs> would have cost oh. more to dig her up and chuck, uh, chuck him in with her. So he's buried in a completely different place. <laughs> anyway, so... so um, the boulder feels like overkill now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> on all this. Anyway, it was t- too expensive to, to engrave the stone my father bought, so he didn't want to do it. So he drove back to his old house and took down the little door sign, uh, yeah. which said, Here uh, lives Ivar Torp and Elsa Margreta. Welcome in. And he screwed that up on the stone. So that's his little <laughs> plaque what? on the grave. <laughs> but, but, but one is... A sign saying "Welcome to the home of blah blah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The implication is the they are alive. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's <laughs> just on that the, the most plain greyest stone you could imagine. Just this little door sign. Welcome, welcome in, welcome in. It's me and my wife. Oh, it's not actually because that was my no. last wish, and they did not do that. So, it, like, it's even rubbing that in my face. Yeah, and it was like that for years until my father's brother got a bit sentimental, I think, and paid for a proper stone with a proper engraving. <laughs> I mean, it does raise an interesting question, doesn't it? Like, because I've just always taken it for granted that anytime you go on a graveyard, like there is just a there is a standard to gravestones. But I guess ultimately, like you can put anything there. You've paid for that little yeah. 
bit of turf, that patch. You can. That, that was exactly what my father said when when I know, he crossed the border. Right? Your dad was just worried. <laughs> yeah. like, this, this is my yeah. square, my daughter square meter of land. <laughs> I mean, it's a hundred percent. When I was hearing that story, I was thinking, yeah, I reckon Charlie might try this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I, think I, I actually wouldn't it. mind. When I'm dead, I don't give a shit. And there was but no, because anyway. dis- uh, uh, your your grandmother's buried there. I was going to say there's no discussion about burying him on his land. He, that was never something he wanted. I uh, don't think you're allowed to do that, are you? You can't just bury no, people I, I on properties, so. can you? you? Can you? On my oh. no, no I, I don't think you can do that. I just <laughs> I just go to go out back. I'll be go back with the shovel. Next episode, I'm covered in soil. It's like lace lights flashing through my window. Yeah, well, if I you sell the, the place hard and way. They... <laughs> <laughs> if you sell the place and the, the people that buy it want to build a basement or something, they just mm. dig up this corpse. <laughs> well, well, when back when I had a dog, because he used to bury bones all the time, I used mm. to think, you know, we're only renting that place. I felt bad for the next kind of, uh, you know, people who took over the lease because there are so many bones buried in that backyard. And surely it would give you some pause. I mean, I'm sure you'd naturally get to the yeah. dog thing, but- if you were just doing some gardening and then you'd like you to see like a like a thigh bone come up, it does give you a yeah. pause. Give you a pause. Yeah, right? now now that you've said all this out loud, you can probably realise why they don't let you just randomly <laughs> bury people, right? Yeah, that's right. But you don't actually own that that was the thing with the boulder. You don't actually own the, the square square meter of land. You rent it. So you constantly uh. have to pay. And the moment you don't pay, they chuck the grave gravestone out. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So, and then can they bury and they can bury anyone else they want on top of yeah. your? So your grandparents could have a threesome if they wanted. I mean, like it's in, it's yeah. a bit late, <laughs> but they could get to it, right? No, but they're they're not not buried in the same place that they could. Yeah, they're oh, that's together. Right. That's right. Oh god, <laughs> that's the problem with that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Elias, thank you so much for joining us again for the biggest stories yes, in all you, of Norway. Um, we have more stories to bring you uh, next week. Um, but for now, I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And I'm Elias. Listener.